Today, I'm excited to be back talking vitality with you. I've had so many questions that keep popping up day after day about remedies for all sorts of common ailments. On today's show, I'll give you my favorite remedies for oh, maybe about 10 different issues that come across my desk in one way or another at least every week, if not every day in some cases. And I'll list those off here in just a moment. I'll fit as many as I can in, but I'm sure there's going to be at least a part two, maybe a part three, maybe even a part four. I'm going to call this episode Natural Remedies for Common Ailments, part one. And uh, yeah, there will be a few of them. So I'm, uh, I'm, I'm pretty excited about this because really what this is, is it's, I, I've gone you know, deep on some of these topics. I've touched on some of them very uh, in a very shallow way in previous episodes. Here, what I'm going to do is I'm going to dive into each one of them and give them as much attention as I feel like they need so that you know what you need to know to take, to take care of these things that you're dealing with with yourself or with your family. And uh, this is what I would tell you if you came to me face-to-face and said, what can I use and how do I use it for this? Uh, whether it's for you, one of your children, or whatever. Now, remember, I'm not a doctor, so this is just what I use myself, what I use on my own family. You can check with your healthcare provider prior to using any of these remedies on yourself or your family. So here's the list so far, but the list continues to grow the longer, <laughs> the longer I think about it and the more notes I take from questions that people are asking me right now. Leg cramps and restless legs, memory and recall, PMS and menopausal symptoms, neuropathy, shingles, hair loss in women post-COVID, hay fever, bloody noses, sinus infections, urinary tract infections, and the list goes on and on. I will also answer at the end some dosing questions that I've had like how much of this is safe to take, how much of this do I need to take to get a result, that kind of thing. I'll answer that on quite a few different things uh, at the end as time allows. But before I get into all of that, I want to go over something with you that I feel like as someone who listens to this podcast, uh, hopefully you'll want to know about uh, what's going on with me and what's going on with the podcast. For the first time in nearly three years of doing this podcast, I didn't release a Saturday show, not even a rerun of an old show. Was it because I was burned out? No, it's not that. I love doing this show so much. I love hearing from you about what you thought of every single episode I do. And frankly, if I had the time, I would probably record even more often than I do. So it's not that. I've been doing this show on radio for 14 years coming this November And as I said, almost three years as a podcast now. We just released our 250th episode last week, and uh, my intent is to release at least two every week uh, for the foreseeable future, unless for some reason it makes sense to do more or less. But uh, 250 episodes is a lot of episodes, but when I went through it and tried to figure out how many episodes I'd actually recorded over the years, it's in the thousands, and uh, I generally 
have always, well, okay, let me start over. I have always put out a show every single Saturday. There have been a couple of times on local radio where that show has been preempted by a football game or something like that, where I'm on a sports network and Saturday is a big college sports day. But uh, yeah, generally speaking, there's always been a show unless something precluded me from doing one, even if it was a rerun. So what the heck happened? Well, I was on vacation and I was in the woods with very, very little coverage up near Yellowstone uh, and up uh, towards Jackson Hole and a few other places for over a week with my lovely Jen and my two little ones. But I could have recorded in advance because I record this show in advance anyway, so why didn't I? Well, it's because of you. You did this to me. (laughs) And what do I mean by that? I have been incredibly blessed over the last two months. So, well, I guess it's actually a little over two months now. I did a podcast interview on someone else's show. I haven't done that before. The first time ever, and it was the Just Ingredients podcast with Carlin Call. That podcast reached number 19 on Apple Podcasts Health and Fitness Rankings. I don't know if you know how big of a deal that is, but that's a big deal. Three million plus podcasts now on the air and tens of thousands in the health and fitness space. And the episode I did with Carlin was her first episode to break the top 20 on Apple Podcasts. What an amazing thing to happen. I never anticipated that. Frankly, I didn't know how big Carlin's show was, it had not reached top 20 up until uh, the episode I did was was episode 61, if you haven't heard it yet, uh, of the Just Ingredients podcast. But uh, yeah, a lot of people heard that episode. And many of you listening right now to this show had never heard my name two months ago. Since then, the ball, the snowball, as they say, has been rolling downhill and gathering momentum and mass like crazy. I've started a new Facebook community, something I've never done before, called the Vitality Radio Listeners Community. You can find the link to that in the show description on your podcast app here. We're almost at 200 members, and it's growing every single day. I have not had a day since I started that group that I haven't gained at least a couple of new members. It's been really pretty amazing. And the members that are joining that group are awesome. I mean, really great people that are uh, producing excellent information uh, on a daily basis in that group. I didn't know how involved I would end up needing to be in the group to, uh, you know, kind of keep the ball rolling as the moderator and and uh, founder of the group. But what's happening is people are asking questions and other people are sharing the information that they have received over the years, uh, techniques that they've used to help improve health. And yeah, I'm involved. I'm in there every single day uh, with the exception of a couple days when I didn't have coverage uh, up in the woods. I've been in the group every day at least for a few minutes and uh, in many cases a lot longer than that. I'm posting things. Other people are posting things. There's lots of questions and answers, and it's awesome. It's a great little group, and I highly encourage that you check it out because it is a group of people who are truly looking to improve their health in a significant way. And uh, beyond what's happened with the Facebook group... uh, (laughs) Sorry, I thought I had a ghost in the studio. My printer 
suddenly started making noise behind me and uh, I wasn't expecting it. Anyway, okay, I'm back. Blood pressure is starting to come back down. Uh, besides the Facebook community, there have been so many other amazing things. And of course, on top of all this new exposure that I've received, which I just cannot believe how wonderful it's been. Uh, I am a, a dad of four uh, children that are my biological children and two uh, that I gained through marriage. Now, I'm no longer married uh, and I have this, uh, you know, summer custody thing where thankfully I have my kids for about half of every summer and I have them uh, on Thursday through Sunday every other week as well as a, th a Thursday night on the opposite week. And I'm a very, very involved father and thankfully have a great relationship with their mom and uh, both of us, as much as we possibly know how, try to put their needs ahead of our own. And in the summertime, I spend a lot of time with my kids. And this particular summer was kind of crazy because I spent a lot of time out of town with my kids. So yeah, it was just kind of the perfect storm. This thing with uh, Just Ingredients happened right at the beginning of summer. And then it was summer, and uh, on top of all that, we had our 45th anniversary sale or birthday sale at Vitality Nutrition, and it's just been, it's been crazy, and it's all good stuff. Like, it's amazing, amazing stuff. I thought about titling this episode, Growing Pains, Vacations, and a Life I Can't Imagine Being Any Better Than It Is, because that's how I feel. I just didn't think anybody would want to listen to that, but here you are listening to this anyway if you're still here. Don't worry, I'm going to get into the topic here. So that's my excuse. It's your fault. I am not to blame. It's you, wonderful, amazing person there listening to me, giving me your ear, and letting me hopefully teach you and engage you in uh, amazing content that hopefully will help you live a better life and ultimately gain the vitality that you're looking for. Okay, so without any further ado, uh, I'd like to jump right into this thing. Remember, if you do have questions about anything I talk about here, please call us at Vitality, 801-292-6662 is the number. Even if you are uh, a, a website person and are going to vitalitynutrition.com, you can still call us to ask your questions. Please don't feel like you can't call if you're placing an order on the web. We're happy to answer questions that way. We also have a new chat feature opened up on the website. You can chat with either me or my son Bridger uh, just by uh, clicking on the chat box on the bottom left corner of the website vitalitynutrition.com and generally speaking we'll get back to you right away if we don't get back to you right away uh, it will turn up as an email but we will answer your questions to the best of our ability okay so here are the things uh, that uh, the remedies for some of the most common ailments people ask me about on a regular basis starting with brain fog uh, and uh, I'll say just mental wellness when it comes to how your brain's working with memory, with focus, that kind of thing. We're not talking about mental health like depression, anxiety, that kind of thing as you 
may have heard. And if you haven't, I've done a couple of shows on that topic over the last couple of weeks. So check those out if you're interested in those topics. Uh, so the best brain combo that I know of so far, and this is the one that I use myself uh, personally and have absolutely loved it. Lion's Mane. Lion's Mane is a mushroom. If you're not familiar with Lion's Mane, you have to check it out. For one thing, it's beautiful. Uh, the pictures of Lion's Mane, one of the most beautiful fungi I've ever seen, which is, I don't know if that's saying something or not. I think most mushrooms, frankly, are kind of ugly. But Lion's Mane is beautiful. And when you see it, you'll recognize it for what it is because, well, there's a reason it has the name Lion's Mane. But Lion's Mane is getting more and more research that's been done. And I'm not going to have time to dig into the research much on this episode. This is kind of, you know, quickly giving you the information you need. Lion's Mane is absolutely a beautiful, beautiful mushroom. Let me tell you two things about it that I think matter most. The first is that all medicinal mushrooms, whether it's Lion's Mane, Raishi, Maitake, Chaga, um, so many others that I, Agaricon, there's a whole bunch of them that uh, I don't have time to list the many, many, many medicinal mushrooms out there. But all of them have the foundational property of benefiting your immune response. Not immune stimulating, not like it's not like you're going to take a bunch of lion's mane if you've got a cold or the flu and suddenly it's going to help you get better. It won't hurt. Uh, you know, they are good for immune system, even in acute situations, but more systemic immunity, really helping to build that core immunity at the cellular level. All mushrooms share that property, at least the ones that are not poisonous. Okay. So all the medicinal mushrooms, lion's mane is, is no different. Each mushroom then has its own individual, uh, combination of benefits and lion's mane seems to be the one that works primarily in the brain for cognitive function, uh, mental focus, clarity, memory, all those types of things. So lion's mane, the one that I recommend is one that I have found that I absolutely love because frankly, I have to take less of it, which I really, really appreciate because as you can imagine, I take quite a few supplements. It's made by a company called Pure Essence Labs, and they make a lion's mane that is a 4X. It is four times the potency of the average lion's mane product, and so one capsule is equal to four. Most of the research on lion's mane starts at about 1,500 to 3,000 milligrams a day. That means you're taking three to six capsules of a standard lion's mane powder in a capsule or you're taking like a heaping teaspoonful of a powder. In the case of the 4X, you can actually take about two a day and exceed those uh, big numbers of 3,000 milligrams because you're getting the equivalent of about 2,000 milligrams per capsule in the Lion's Mane Forex from Pure Essence Labs. So that's the one that I recommend. That's the one that I am using myself. NeuroQ. Now, if you haven't heard about NeuroQ, then you haven't heard my Dale Bredesen episodes. And if you haven't heard the Dale Bredesen episodes, you need to hear them. This guy is phenomenal. And uh, he's the only clinician I'm aware of that is reversing Alzheimer's. And uh, he wrote a book called Ending Alzheimer's, and he believes it's possible. 
and I agree with him. Dr. Dale Bredesen is fantastic. He came up with a formula called NeuroQ, and, and I'll link to those episodes in the show uh, description below. He came up with an episode called Neuro, or an episode, a formula called NeuroQ that's put out by Life Seasons. Inside the NeuroQ is a combination of things that are designed to be preventative maintenance for your brain, as well as a uh, fantastic um, right now benefit that NeuroQ provides. And that is from something that is in there that is a coffee fruit extract known as NeuroFactor. Now, NeuroFactor, along with the next ingredient I'm going to talk about, which is called magtine, has been shown to increase BDNF. That's brain-derived neurotropic factor. Now, BDNF is like, I, I describe it like this. I walked into the room. I know I walked into the room for a reason. Now, why did I walk into the room? Or, oh, I know that guy. Uh, shoot, you know, what's his name? Or where did I put my keys? Or where did I set my cell phone? Or what was I about to say? All of those types of things, BDNF helps to improve. And what's crazy about NeuroFactor, which is in the NeuroQ, NeuroQ is the formula, NeuroFactor is the ingredient, just to be clear, is that it increases BDNF dramatically in less than an hour. And so for the first time ever in the history of vitality nutrition, when we started selling NeuroQ early last year, we had people routinely coming back literally within a day saying, holy cow, this stuff is amazing. Coming back to buy another bottle for themselves, buy a bottle for a spouse, buy a bottle for a friend or another family member, a father or mother, whatever, saying, holy cow, people need to try this stuff. It's amazing. So NeuroQ, two capsules a day, a very, very effective formula that most people really notice. The next thing is magtine. Now, magtine is a brand name for an ingredient called magnesium threonate. Now, you know I love magnesium. What you may not know is that I take two forms of magnesium every single day. I take magnesium threonate. I personally take about a half of the recommended dosage. Uh, the recommended dosage of magnesium threonate is 2,000 milligrams, which gives you about 144 milligrams of magnesium. And then I also take magnesium bisglycinate. Uh, the Vital 5 uh, form is the, the one that I recommend, well, because it's my brand. I do not have a brand of Magtine. Magtine is all the same. It's made by a bunch of different, or it's bottled by a bunch of different manufacturers, but it's all made by one company. They've got all the research on it. I take about a half a dose of each. I take about 200 milligrams of mag magnesium bisglycinate and about an additional 72 milligrams of magnesium three and eight that seems to be the right amount to be effective for me without creating any kind of a laxative effect and the combination for me anyway seems to work a little bit better for the brain than just the magnesium glycinate on itself on its own that being said i have a lot of people that say they do great with just a three and eight they do great with just the glycinate, and you do have to kind of experiment with those. But my experience has been that most people don't get enough magnesium from just the 3 and 8 alone. So the combination tends to make the most sense. So omega-3 also fits into this. Omega-3 is, I don't know how to describe it. It's not as immediately noticeable, 
but it's such a critical component, and it's one of the things that Dr. Bredesen definitely recommends. 70% of the gray matter in the brain is made up of DHA, which is one of the omega-3 fatty acids. So lion's mane, neuroq, magtine, though, that combination specifically for the brain, I absolutely love it. Okay, now, what if you happen to be a woman? I have a lot of women listening here at Vitality Radio, and you're struggling with PMS. What's the first line of defense for PMS? Well, it's actually really easy. And here's the thing that's crazy. You, it, all of this falls against the backbone of the Vital Five that I talk about often on Vitality Radio. Because if you don't have your magnesium, you're going to cramp way more than if you do. The cramps are going to be more extreme, more painful, all that kind of stuff. So you have to have your magnesium. If you don't have your omega-3, you're going to have more inflammation. You're going to have bigger mood swings because omega-3 plays such a role in mental health and in inflammation. So you've got to have that stuff. And if your gut's not right, your body doesn't produce hormones correctly, so you've got to have the probiotics. So remember that there's these core things we all need. But what can we use specifically for PMS that is really effective for, I'm going to say, somewhere in the neighborhood of 75 to 80% of the women that I talk to that have used it? And that is EstroSense. EstroSense is a truly unique and I think almost revolutionary formula based on the results that we get on this product. It is so good. I uh, absolutely love it. In fact, I love it so much that I'm even in the process of uh, working on a kind of a new and improved version of it uh, that I will put in my brand. And it hasn't been easy because there's not that much to improve. This product's amazing. What I'm hoping to do is just basically make it a little bit stronger and uh, hopefully uh, not have to charge more money for it. But it's not even a very expensive product. I think on average, we're selling a month's supply of EstroSense for like $22, $24, something like that, depending on what kind of a sale we have on it on the website and also in store. So for you know less than a buck a day, it can make a world of difference. What does EstroSense do? It's not an estrogen product. It's not a hormone product. It doesn't introduce any new hormones into the system. Uh, it uh, What it does is it detoxifies the system. I call it getting down to the ground level hormonally. When you are toxic with chemical estrogens like parabens and phthalates, and a variety of other uh, xenoestrogens, which I've talked about in detail in, in many other episodes, your body communication-wise is really struggling. Imagine a marriage that is struggling, a relationship that's struggling, where the two sides can't communicate. When we have all these xenoestrogens, these toxins that we're getting from our body care, from our hair care, from uh, scented candles and Glade plugins and air fresheners and chemicals that, that we're using in our home to clean and air pollution and water pollution. Oh, there's so many of them out there and even in our foods as well. When we deal with all of those things, what we're introducing are what are called endocrine disruptors. And when we have endocrine disruption, then we have confusion, meaning the endocrine system cannot communicate properly, does not send hormones as it should, since too much of one thing, not enough of another, that kind of thing. And therefore, when the monthly cycle hits, all the things that come with PMS get worse. 
everything from mood to cramping to bleeding and everything along with it. It's no good. So we have to get our body back to its baseline of communication so that the body can do what it needs to do. Because the truth is PMS, or let's say this, the monthly hormonal cycle is normal. It is normal and it is natural. And every woman uh, should be going through this on a monthly basis regularly. But it is not natural or normal to have significant PMS, massive cramping, uh, extended uh, bleeding, or you know, spotting throughout the month, or uh, other forms of discomfort, bloating and things like that, or pain of any kind, or mood imbalances. All of that stuff is, none of that's natural unless there's disruption in the body's normal processes. Yes, a little bit of cramping, sure. A little bit of mood imbalance, sure. But significant, any of that signals that there is a problem. And EstroSense is my favorite thing for that. What I recommend is two capsules a day initially. Now, you can do more. The bottle actually recommends up to four capsules. And so if two capsules isn't doing the job, then four capsules in many cases will. Uh, which is why when I introduce my new one, it'll be stronger so you don't have to take as many pills. But for now, EstroSense is awesome as it is. And I have so many women in the uh, you know pre-menopausal years, the years where they're having a regular cycle, that absolutely swear to me that their PMS is dramatically improved with EstroSense. They don't ever want to be without it. So that's the first thing. Now, what if you've got a really irregular period? It's all over the place. You're 35 days, 45 days, 22 days, you know, whatever. Then Vitex. Vitex is amazing for this. It, in most cases, helps to really regulate this. And of course, again, going against the backbone of the key Vital 5 ingredients, which in, in women's health, I would say more than anything, would be the magnesium, the omega-3, and the probiotic uh, for balancing all that stuff out. But Vitex is amazing. And typically, I'll recommend the regular old Vitex capsules at about three a day or the extract in a liquid or a capsule form at uh, one or two a day. And then you got to give it about three months with both of these to really see optimal benefit. And can you take Vitex and uh, EstroSense at the same time? Absolutely, you can use both of them at the same time, no problem. Okay, so, uh, and then, let's see. Well, it, let, that's the PMS side. Let's go over to the menopause side for just a moment. Um, hot flashes, night sweats, uh, again, mood issues, uh, sleep imbalances, that kind of thing. EstroSense is still number one, still number one on the list for that. It is not the only answer. It is very effective, however, and can be combined with black cohosh if needed. That combination seems to be absolutely fantastic. And again, omega-3s, probiotics, magnesium, they all play a role there as well. If you're going to use EstroSense for menopausal things, uh, hot flashes and that kind of stuff, same thing. Start with two a day. Uh, work your way up to four a day if you're not getting results with the two a day. And if you get part of the way with the EstroSense, then to finish the job, so to speak, you can add black cohosh if needed as needed. Uh, the one that I like the best is, a, is one called Simifem, C-I-M-I-F-E-M. Uh, okay, so there you go. 
That's the first lines of defense for hormonal issues in women on either the PMS side of things or the menopausal side of things. Uh, what about two things I've been hearing about more than I've ever heard about them before, and I unfortunately do believe may have a lot to do with uh, the uh, vaccines for COVID-19. Now, I can't make that claim. I can't back up that claim with clinical trials. Um exactly because uh, the clinical trials on these things are all over the place. But if you start to look at the Pfizer papers and everything else has come out, and then you just look at the preponderance of evidence, it appears that these vaccines have created a lot of neurological issues. I am getting more people coming in with tinnitus than I've ever had before. And frankly, I don't have a good answer for tinnitus at this point. I'm looking, I promise, trying to figure that one out. Um, but and more neuropathy than I've ever seen before and not necessarily with people that are diabetic, uh, which is what we used to see mostly with neuropathy. But even if you didn't get uh, the COVID vaccine and it isn't that that's caused it, neuropathy is still neuropathy and neuropathic pain is still horrible. I don't have it. I've never had it. Thank goodness. But my goodness, the people that do and have, ugh, it's no fun at all. And the good news is there are things that you can do. Now, neuropathy is tough. Uh, it's different for everybody. There's a lot to talk about here. So I'm going to get into it in very simple uh, detail. But I do intend to do a full show on neuropathy within the next couple of months. It's, it's on the list. I want to do a little bit more research and make sure I really give you everything you need there. So stay tuned on that. But in the meantime, if you're struggling... Uh, what do we do about neuropathy? The protocol that I have had the most success with uh, and seen the most benefit with, and again, remember, I'm not your doctor. I can't prescribe anything to you. Uh, you need to check with your doctor on this stuff if you want to get um, a professional opinion. I'm a podcaster that believes in natural remedies and uh, runs a health food store. So uh, just keep that in mind when you're uh, listening to, to me because there are certain things that uh, I am allowed to say, certain things that I'm not allowed to say, and I need to make sure to clear that up and uh, make sure you understand where this is coming from. Alpha-lipoic acid or R-lipoic acid. They are the same thing. They're two different versions of the same thing. If you're familiar with them, then you know they're antioxidants, very, very powerful antioxidants, and they are often recommended for diabetes or hypoglycemia. But they are phenomenal at working at the nerve level. And interestingly enough, in a topical form, they are fantastic. And also in a capsule form, and in some cases both, make the most sense. Now, alpha-lipoic acid is about three times... Uh, or sorry, R-lipoic acid is about three times as efficient in the body as alpha-lipoic acid. Near as I can tell, they both work great. So it's really just a matter of, you know, which one you choose to use and how many milligrams you have to use, that kind of thing. Um, I typically recommend about somewhere between eight and 1,200 milligrams of alpha-lipoic acid and somewhere between about three and 400 milligrams of R-lipoic acid. And, and Sorry, not and or about three to 400 milligrams of R-lipoic acid per day. Alpha-lipoic acid is going to cost you less money for what that's worth. So um, they are best in divided doses. 
and they are very protective of the nerves and do tend to make a big difference in nerve discomfort. Benfotiamine is a form of vitamin B1. It is a cell-ready form of vitamin B1, and it is absolutely awesome when it comes to nerve stuff. There is a formula made right here in Utah called Nerve Reverse. They make a cream and they make capsules. We've recently started carrying the cream and having excellent feedback on it, but we've carried the capsules now for maybe three years, maybe four. It's been a while and people love it. It has the benfotiamine and the alpha-lipoic acid in there. It's a great uh, combination on its own if you're looking for something that it keeps it simple. It's two capsules a day and it works really well for the majority of people that we sell it to. But if you want to experiment with the individual ingredients, the two most important ingredients in that formula, in my opinion, are the alpha-lipoic acid and the benfotiamine. I typically recommend 300 milligrams of the benfotiamine uh, per day if you're going to use that separately. Uh, also, it's a good idea, especially if you're on any single B vitamin like B1, uh, which is benfotiamine, to have a B-complex, and uh, the B-complex that I recommend when it comes to nerve stuff is, well, there's a there's a couple of options. You have to kind of experiment because it does seem to vary from person to person. There's what is considered a methylated B-complex, which is a cell-ready B-complex made by Natural Factors that I really, really like, and that's what I typically recommend initially because I think it's the most efficient for most people, but also just a B100 complex uh, from either Natural Factors or Solaray, two brands that I trust, uh, can work really well. I recommend both of those uh, at least twice a day uh, for neuropathy. You can also use CBD. CBD topically and internally can be extremely effective and it's very hit and miss when it comes to neuropathy. So you have to experiment a little bit with it. The one I've had the best success with, I think, has been the uh, either the liquid or the gummies of the CBD Reserve from CV Sciences. That seems to work the most effectively. And you can listen back on the episode I did. Uh, I think... Oh, shoot. Uh, we'll link it, but I think it's episode 250 or maybe 249 with Stuart Tomp talking about that. Uh, that is very, very effective. And externally, there are a couple of creams that are really effective. One by CV Sciences, uh, that is uh, the penetrating cream, and then another one by Muscle MX. Now, if you want to get your hands on these CBDs, you cannot do them on vitalitynutrition.com because of regulatory issues between the different states. Uh, our website provider will not allow us to sell it on the website, but we can sell it legally through the store uh, and ship it to you. You just call us at 801 801- 292-6662. And with the CBD, it's a good idea because you can ask all the questions and a lot of people have a lot of questions about CBD. The last thing I'll mention for neuropathy that I've had really good success with, especially if it's in your feet, uh, is something called Incrediware. These are socks. They're socks that are infused with two different things. One is called organic germanium and the other one is activated carbon. And those two components inside of these socks, and they're just regular athletic socks. There's nothing, they're not uh, compression, they don't have copper, any of that kind of stuff. But they have these two ingredients, and that draws blood at about 61% increase over what you would get with regular material in your socks. Uh, And the more blood flow to the nerves, the less discomfort you should experience. 
Okay, the next one that may have something to do with these vaccines and certainly seems to have something to do with people who've had COVID, the stress of COVID itself creates a lot of issues. Hair loss, uh, which we're going to talk about here in just a minute, specifically in women has been a big one. But what about shingles? My gosh, I've had more people coming in with shingles over the last year, year and a half than I've ever, ever, ever had. And it's not even close. So what is shingles? Well, it's a part of the herpes uh, family. And if you had, you know, chickenpox as a kid or potentially uh, received chickenpox vaccines or shingles vaccines and were introduced to those uh, that way, if you get cold sores on a regular basis, any of those things would be an indication of uh, the herpes virus, which is believed to lay dormant inside the body until you're under significant stress. So the illness of COVID the stress of COVID and business shutdowns and economic craziness and everything else. Yeah, shingles went crazy. And there is a complex or a protocol that uh, was suggested to me years ago for shingles. And I've, I've seen so much good, 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 good results with it. And it's has some similarities to what we just talked about with neuropathy, but not that many. The biggest similarity is B-complex. When we're under shingles, creates nerve pain, and you can have topic or sorry, you can have external shingles that you can actually see on the skin, and you can have internal shingles, and they both are very uncomfortable. I've never experienced shingles, thank goodness, but it's another one like neuropathy. I wouldn't wish on my worst enemy, and uh, it's a real struggle for people. Well, the B complex seems to make a huge difference, and with shingles, I recommend it at least three times a day. And again, you may have to experiment with which type, a regular B-complex, 100 milligram, or the methylated B-complex from Natural Factors. Uh, either of them can be very effective, but you do have to kind of let your body be the judge of that. High levels of vitamin C, and because I'm recommending high levels of vitamin C, I'm always recommending vital C. This is a formula I developed. And uh, the reason I developed it in the way that I did is is actually at the outbreak of COVID. We had many, many people asking us what kind of vitamin C for COVID. And frankly, COVID or sorry, vitamin C was really hard to get uh, in the early days of COVID. So I was able to uh, get a formula put together with my manufacturer with ingredients that he already had in stock. Thank goodness. Right here in Utah. And vital C was born. And my gosh, people have <laughs> loved this formula way more than I anticipated, frankly. I thought I was just uh, creating kind of a stopgap, but not so much. People love it. It's a combination of non-acidic ascorbate mineral vitamin C. These are the most efficient forms of vitamin C that you can get, uh, and they're non-acidic, so they're easy on the stomach, and you can take a lot more of them without causing stomach upset, which is a big deal. And with shingles, I'm recommending typically at least 1,000 milligrams three times a day, and oftentimes 2,000 milligrams three times a day. The Vital C also has olive leaf extract in it and zinc. Zinc is fantastic for all things viral. Uh, we know the research on that is very, very clear. And olive leaf is just, it's one of the great old school uh, herbal remedies that is so amazing. Antiviral, antibacterial, antifungal properties, olive leaf extract is great. So the Vital C at one to 2,000 milligrams three times a day covers a lot of bases. And then the last thing you've got to have, and it's actually the first thing, but I saved it for last, is L-lysine. L-lysine is an amino acid, 
It is a amino acid that our body uh, requires. And when we are under attack virally, specifically from the herpes virus, uh, amino the amino acid lysine is needed at ex- significantly increased doses, probably the best way to put it. I recommend at least 1,000 milligrams three times a day. That's the protocol that was recommended to me, and that seems to be very, very effective. So those are the things that I recommend. If you do have external shingles, there is a product called Derma Pain. It used to be called Shingles Relief. That was a lot easier because people knew what it did. But the FDA, in their wisdom, doesn't like us to know what natural things do. So this one's called Derma Pain, whatever that means. But it is uh, the former, formerly known as Shingles Relief, uh, and that has been a very, very effective product as well. Now, if you're someone who gets stressed out and gets cold sores. When you get stressed out or you're out in the sun for a long time, you get cold sores. Lysine along with the vital C seems to be a fantastic, fantastic uh, option for that. Also, I will add one more thing that can be really effective. It isn't in the original protocol that I've recommended for years, but it is something that some people have added and had really good success with. It's called monolaurin. It comes from coconut oil and it's available in capsule form. And monolaurin as a lip balm uh, for cold sores, uh, but also as a balm that you can rub on shingles uh, has been very effective as well. It has some very nice antiviral properties and you can take it internally also. Okay, uh, let's see here. I'm going to... So I'm going to dig around here and uh, skip a couple and then there will be a part two possibly a part three. I'll probably do part two next week, actually, um, because I'd like to get a couple of these out there as soon as possible. And remember, there will be a part three of free and or cheap things you can do to improve your health right now uh, coming in the next few weeks as well. If you didn't hear part one and part two, those were both uh, released as podcasts not too long ago, and we'll link to those also. So there you go. Uh, Let's jump to hair loss in women, because this is another one that seems to be very COVID-related. Uh, whether it has anything to do with the vaccine, I don't know, uh, but it certainly seems to have to do with having had COVID. Uh, it seems to be one of the uh, quote-unquote long COVID symptoms for a lot of women uh, in particular. So let's talk about this one. Why does a woman lose hair when she's dealing with or when she's just recently dealt with COVID or frankly, any other kind of illness? This can happen as well. We know it happens with like cancer treatments, right? Things like that. But that makes a lot of sense. There's a massive assault to the body from radiation and chemotherapy. But with COVID, which in a lot of people was just kind of a nasty cold as far as symptoms, why did people lose hair in such dramatic fashion and then have such a hard time getting it back. And by people, I mean women. It seems to have been very much a woman thing more so than a man thing. I haven't had any men saying, hey, I had COVID and I lost my hair. Uh, But I have heard it a lot from women. In fact, it's the first thing we talked about on the Carlin Call uh, Just Ingredients show. And uh, what I've recommended, uh, well, first off, let me answer the question. This is what I believe. And I, I, I believe this has been proven out Time and time again, this has a lot to do with uh, something known as telogen effluvium. Telogen effluvium is a um, medical condition that is basically stress-induced hair loss, uh, acute stress-induced hair loss. Like, I lost my job, I got divorced, or I'm struggling in my marriage, I just hit menopause, um, I, you know, somebody died, I was in an accident, I had significant illness, you know, those kind of things. 
they tend to lead to telogen flu effluvium, which is basically massive stress creating hair loss. This is what I believe about that. And this is my opinion. This isn't medical fact, whereas telogen effluvium is medical fact. Um, that is that I think most women that lost hair with COVID, that lost hair, lose hair when they've lost their job or are, you know, getting divorced or, you know, somebody died or whatever. I believe that they were, that that was the last, you know, straw on the camel's back. Um, basically, they were going around about to lose their hair based on the level of stress in their life, the level of nutritional deficiency in their life, the level of hormonal imbalance in their life, the level of low thyroid, any of those types of things they had going on. And their body was doing its darndest to stay on top of it until it couldn't anymore. And then, well, it couldn't. And so the body says, hey, guess what? I know you'd like to have a full head of hair. I'd love for you to have a full head of hair, but I got to make sure your kidneys and your liver and your cardiovascular system and your brain and all of these other things are functioning as they should. Therefore, I don't have enough nutrients for your hair. Now, I mentioned the B-complex with shingles. I mentioned it with neuropathy. Very, very critical for the nerves. Well, when we're under a lot of stress, our body needs a lot of B vitamins because that, among other things, magnesium being one of the big ones uh, that I talk about all the time, but the B vitamins, vitamin C, and magnesium are kind of the big stress nutrients that the body requires when under a lot of stress to nourish the nervous system. When we're under a lot of stress and there's not enough B vitamins, that creates an issue. And there's not enough vitamin C, that also creates an issue because vitamin C is critical for collagen and keratin development, and those are critical for the hair. And the B-complex, particularly vitamin uh, B, well, nobody knows it by the number, so we'll just say biotin. Biotin, which is part of the B-complex, plays a major role in hair health. So if you're under massive stress, whether it's because of COVID or because you lost your job, or something going on in a relationship in your life, or whatever, then you have to look at it and recognize that there's simply not enough of this nutrition to feed the hair follicle. We have to feed the vital organs because the body does prioritize. So with that being said, what do you do? Well, actually, it's not that difficult. Now, it varies from woman to woman how big of an issue telogen effluvium can be and how long it can last. Most women, according to the research I've done, it's anywhere from about three months to a year that you deal with it and then your hair just slowly but surely comes back. That's a long time. And you may stop losing hair at three months, six months, nine months, a year, whatever, but that doesn't mean you're going to grow it all back what you lost. In fact, in most cases, women don't tend to grow it back. They lose what they lost and then they stop losing it. And now they have thinner hair than they ever did before. And as a woman, I imagine that's very frustrating. As a bald man, you know, it is what it is, <laughs> but it's not quite the same for women. So with that being said, what do I recommend? Well, 15 years ago, I developed a product called Hair Revive. It's made by Ridgecrest Herbals. And for reasons that are too long to explain here, 
Uh, we can't have it on our website. It has to do with the FDA and their craziness with NAC. And if you know all about that, you'll understand. If you don't, Hair Revive is sold nationwide. It's not that hard to find. I would love for you to find it from me. And we actually do sell it for less than anybody else out there because I do have a little bit of a hookup with the company because I developed the formula for them. But Hair Revive was originally designed for women experiencing telogen effluvium. And it has been a absolute game changer for so, so many women. You take two capsules in the morning, two capsules at night. You take it for at least two months. And you can call us if you have questions about it or would like to order it. It's 801-292-6662. Once you've done it for a month, most women are noticing significantly less hair falling out. Once you've done it for two months, a lot of women are starting to know notice new hair growth. Now, if it's not doing enough for you, because this is a question I've had twice in the last two days, actually, before recording this. Uh, I'm using Hair Revive, but it's not quite doing it like it's helping, but I still need more help. What, help, what do I do? Um, I've had people add NAC to it, uh, to just beef up the dose of cysteine. Cysteine is critical in the formation of new hair. So you can take 600 milligrams of NAC, which we also can't sell on our website because FDA is S-T-U-P-I-D. Uh, so regardless, you can add the NAC, you just call us at Vitality and we can help you with that. You also need to make sure you make sure you are taking your omega-3s, 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 omega-3s. I'll keep pounding that drum. We couldn't fit it in Hair Revive. They don't, it doesn't work because it's a liquid and Hair Revive is a powder in a capsule. Uh, so you have to take omega-3 separately, but omega-3 plays a major role in hair health. And then the last thing you could consider doing that is very, very helpful and will make your hair healthier at the very least, but in many cases will encourage new growth, is collagen. Collagen is awesome. The one I like the most is made by Life Flow, and I recommend one scoop and one half daily. So a scoop and a half once a day, that's nine grams of collagen, which is a good dose for most people. Okay, so I did not talk about bloody noses. I did not talk about hay fever. I did not talk about leg cramps. And I did not talk about uh, a few others that are on the list too. And I apologize for that. But I knew there'd be a part two. I tried not to ramble. I probably rambled a little bit too much at the beginning of the show. Uh, but I wanted to thank you for all of this attention that I've been receiving. Thank you. Thank you so much. If you have questions, call us at 801-292-6662 or uh, hit us up on vitalitynutrition.com with the chat feature and we'll be happy to answer those questions. You can also hit me up directly on Instagram at Jared Saint, S-A-I-N-T. I have three more minutes and I'm going to uh, talk a little bit about dosing because I think it's important and I've had a few people asking. So first thing is, Water-soluble versus fat-soluble vitamins. In fact, this is the only thing I'm going to have time for today, but let's, let's answer this. The fat-soluble vitamins are A, D, E, and K. A, D, E, and K. And I'm not going to say there is not an upper limit for D or K. There, there is, I'm sure. But it's pretty hard to get there. Vitamin D, you can find out with a blood test. Not as easy with vitamin K. Interestingly enough, as I talked about on my vitamin K show that I did a, a couple of weeks ago, um, they haven't found an upper limit for vitamin K2. Like they don't 
they can't find one that exists. They can't kill a mouse with it, uh, which probably means you can't kill a human with it. So you can take a lot of vitamin K. You can take a lot of vitamin D without too much trouble. How much do you actually need? Well, clinically, what I'm seeing and what I believe is the case is you want about 320 micrograms of vitamin K2 every day. You're going to get a little bit here and there in food. You're going to get a little bit possibly in your multivitamin, that kind of thing. Um, and so vitamin K2, you'll probably want to supplement with about two to 300 micrograms. My favorite vitamin K2 is natural factors. Theirs is 120 per capsule. So if you take two per day, you're getting 240, which probably gets you in a good spot with vitamin K2. Uh, vitamin D3, Depends on how much sunshine you're getting, and it depends on what your blood levels show, and that's one you can definitely go over with your doctor. Uh, but uh, typically in the winter months, you're not getting a lot of sun, or in the summer, and you're not allowing yourself much sun, then about 5,000 units a day during the summer months. Maybe it's one or 2,000 units a day, or you're just getting plenty from the sun. That's what I try to do with me and my kids. Uh, a and E, you can get too much. E, it seems like around 400 units is probably about right. Uh, a, five to 15,000, depending on what's going on, and that's another one you could discuss with your doctor. Uh, 5,000 units seems to be good on a daily basis. You can take a lot more vitamin A on a short-term basis for certain things, for sure, but long-term, it's not a good idea. They are fat-soluble, means meaning that their body can build up enough that it can become toxic. So you have to be a little more cautious with those two. B vitamins, vitamin C, the ones I've been uh, kind of beating the drum on on many of the topics today, those ones, I mean, you can take too much and you, you're, especially with B vitamins, your urine can turn really bright yellow when you take too much. You'll see it when you take the ultimate vitality multivitamin. You'll see it in a B complex. That's okay. And too much isn't the same as in fact, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rephrase that. You can't really take too much. It's not harmful uh, to take too much. They are water-soluble. Your body will get rid of them. Now, there are some cases where your body might store up a little bit uh, extra B12. You can find that out in a, in a blood test as well. But basically, if your kidneys are functioning well, you're drinking plenty of water, you're going to get rid of these things without any trouble. So the question is, why would you take more than you need? Well, the body only absorbs a certain percentage of everything that we take. And a lot of it is washed out, especially with vitamins. So when I say take 6,000 milligrams of vitamin C, if you're dealing with shingles, you're not going to absorb all that 6,000 milligrams. We know that, but you will absorb as much as your body can handle and you will top off the tank, so to speak, so that your body has the nutrients it needs to fight that stuff. The same with the B vitamins. And so taking extra when you need them can make a lot of sense and is generally considered safe by most people. Okay, I've got to wrap it up. I went a minute longer than I wanted to. Thank you so much for listening to me. If you have questions, call us 801-292-6662 at Vitality Nutrition. That's 801 801- 292-6662 or jump on vitalitynutrition.com. Please join the Facebook listeners community. It is so fun in there. I give away free stuff every single week. I do uh, health tips. I answer questions. It's a lot of fun. The link is below in the show description. You're listening to me. I'm Jared St. Clair, and this has been Vitality Radio. been listening to the vitality radio podcast enjoy your week in the meantime 
Jared will be feverishly searching for the latest nutrition info to educate you on and wading into mounds of propaganda to help steer you through it. Vitality Radio is researched and written by Jared St. Clair. Our awesome music is by Brian Bob Young. Support Vitality Radio by subscribing and giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or your favorite podcast source. Don't forget to follow us at Vitality Radio on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Please let us know your thoughts about this episode by using the hashtag Vitality Radio Podcast. And if you like what you hear, go tell somebody with a share, a screenshot, or an airdrop. Thank you. Just a reminder that this podcast is for educational purposes only. The FDA has not evaluated this podcast. This podcast is provided with the understanding that information shared is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This podcast is not a substitute for care by a medical professional. Thank you.